Welcome to the Millennial Pastor Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the intersection between faith and culture. I'm your host, Josiah. I'm your co-host, Byron, I think. And I almost forgot the intro because, oh my goodness, this is an update episode. Uh, And the reason I almost forgot stuff and the reason you haven't heard from us in a couple weeks is because life. Things and stuff have happened. Byron and I are moving. Well, yeah. It's overly simplistic to say it that way, I'm sure, but I was hoping you would try to correct me in some way. I Well, I mean, it's true. I mean, it's just a weird way to say it, but yeah. I, I know, I did it on purpose. So, I was hoping you'd react better yeah, than that. I think, well, I don't know. I'm tired. I'm it's been a weird day at school. I am disappointed. Um, so yeah, my wife and I just moved from our house in Chino Valley to my grandmother's house not the basement but the back room so it's not quite a millennial issue um that cred though that's strong (laughs) so we're moving to ohio probably at the end of may early june so we had to leave our house and so now we're temporarily living with my grandparents until we move to ohio so we have most of our stuff packed in a storage unit and a few things at my grandma's house that we need so yeah it's fun yeah me and brian don't live together i was trying to make it seem like that with what i said uh i still live in washington just in different washington than before so different washington (laughs) that makes it sound like you moved to like dc or something no different part of the state of washington how's that exactly i'm lobbing these softballs up for you i'm hoping you're just gonna crank home runs with them you are supposedly the talent so uh moving from the olympic peninsula if you want to look at a map i I lived in a a really small town on the hood canal really cool spot Um, but i live in another cool spot Uh, a lot has changed i think at some point maybe we'll do a more in-depth episode where where I share a little more of my story because that's what this podcast is about as young pastors sharing their story, good and bad with their experiences pastoring in, in the church, uh, specifically the church in America. But we have actually had some international, international pastors share their stories as well. But yeah, I, I just finished moving. I don't know. I think I've been moving for like a month. Honestly, it seems like that. Roughly. I, I had to move stuff and then I had to go back and basically hide all the evidence that four kids lived there. Cause I have four kids and uh, <laughs> we own the house. So we we're trying to sell it. And that was the only reason we could financially do stuff. I, uh, I took a new position. Uh, I'm in a, a small town East ish of Seattle now up in the Cascade mountains. I'm pastoring on this pastoral team in this church that's partnered with another church still in the same denomination, but I'm also now a executive director of a nonprofit. So the last month has just kind of been a whirlwind of moving, getting a house ready to sell and starting a new job. So we're sorry that it's been a minute. I guess we can have some traditional we're sorry's, right? We're sorry. We're sorry that the other, the other thing we're sorry about is uh, technology. 
Oh yeah. That's um, so we had a podcast recorded and it was uh, myself and our good friend and producer Moose or Matt, if you want to call him by his real name, I guess. Um, and a, another good friend of ours, uh, BJ, who is a youth pastor. And we had an awesome discussion and my computer or our internet, I'm not sure, but it was garbage. The whole thing was bad on my end. And we wasted an awesome conversation that would have been great. And I really wish we could have been able to put that out, but because it was awesome. It was a great conversation and it's trash. Um, so we would have had an episode more recently, but we had to trash the whole thing because it was not savable, according to Josiah, who does our editing, because I'm, again, the talent. <laughs> I don't do any hard work on the show. Um, so it, apparently it was rough to listen to. So it was disjointed Sorry. at best. And I, I wanted to add, I, maybe your computer got the COVID. I wonder if there's maybe a vaccine for computers now. Maybe we should market that, like AVG could get on that or something. Or You have antivirus on that? Isn't that kind of what 2021 is about? Antivirus, but like human antivirus? Like a herd immunity for computers? Yeah, something like that. Maybe you weren't socially distancing your computer from your wife's computer. I mean, my computer rarely gets used anymore, so I think it was. It was in its little case hidden away. Maybe it was immune compromised, so, though, when you brought it out into the public selfishly, demanded <laughs> things of it. Selfishly? I was doing a podcast. I'm a millennial. It's my job. I, man, the metaphor's not perfect. Podcasts. The metaphor's not perfect. I was just trying to go with it. I'm just saying God has put me on this earth to make podcasts as a millennial. So I was doing what God, what God ordered me to do. I was on a mission from God, Josiah. It you failed can... miserably, but that's what I was doing. Speaking of that label, did you know that... Oh, I'm going to forget the name. I need to look it up. I actually, I want to talk to you about this because this is a weird podcast where we're just updating people, but I wanted to give some sort of fun, hey, this is a thing. I figured out who came up with the name Millennial. Like there's actually people that determined that this is what we should be called, obviously, right? But uh, these these two history buffs, their names are William Strauss and Neil Howe. Howe, Neil Howe. They wrote a book. I wanted, I wanted to talk to you about it. I sent I sent Byron a video, and it was this crazy dude on YouTube who's the brother of Casey Neistat, and his name is Vine, Van Neistat. And the book's called The Fourth Turning. But these two dudes are basically just history authors, history teachers, history buffs, history investigators. And the whole point of this book was, hey, guess what? Human beings are cyclical. Um, they wrote it in the late 90s. And they're the ones that coined the term millennial, but it was pretty intense. It was a pretty intense book where more or less they predicted what we are currently going through. I mean, the gist of the book. Yeah. They didn't say like a a virus necessarily, but a major event. A crisis. A crisis. Yeah. They called it a crisis because basically over the, over the human life cycle, it's called saculums, which goes back to Rome. I guess it's like a Latin term for just the human life, 80 to a hundred years they laid it out for all of American history. And I'm sure it correlates to other cultures as well. They have their own rotations and own trends, but in America specifically, every saculum, every human life cycle, which has four phases, turnings, generations, whatever you want to call it um, of about 20 years each, there is a crisis that then defines the next saculum and how you get through it. So we're currently at the end of that saculum going through crisis, which then determines what the next cycle looks like which is kind of crazy 
I mean, it just sort of hurt my brain to not only watch the video and then read the book and, and then have it come full circle. This is literally a podcast that sort of celebrates, pokes fun at jokes about that name, Millennial. But I, I mean, I sent you the video. I, did you read the book? No, I don't have money to buy books um, right now. Otherwise, I would have. It sound, I still want to read it because the video was very interesting, but I, that was from like not the author's perspective, I guess. They're basically, the video is like, this is what the book said. It's like I'd a like book to report. Read it yeah, it really was a book report, yeah. <laughs> and it was interesting and it was like highly edited and kind of interesting, but I'd like to, to read the book and see what it actually says in the text, you know, but um, it was a fascinating idea. And the, the evidence the video puts forward, like, um, it makes sense. So I, I'm, I am curious, but um, yeah, I haven't purchased a book in a while. Well, we can it, put, we'll, we'll link it up, dude. This is an update video. We're kind of going off script. It's not a normal thing. We're, we're, it's a book club for a second, I guess. I want to put the book link in the description and it, it could be like an affiliate link. So if you want to, if you want to read the book and also help support the channel and help buy Byron the book, um, it actually supports the podcast. <laughs> if you buy it from the link in our description, I'll just put it in there. But I'll put that in there. There's another book I, I've read that I'll throw in there too, because it's also in a similar vein. It's called Jesus and John Wayne. Have you read that one yet, Byron? Again, no, I haven't. Bought oh, yeah. I really want to though. That one, I've seen a lot online about discussions about that book. And then other friends have been talking to me about it. And I really want to read that too. And that's more to do with American evangelicalism, if I'm correct. The history correct. of it. But they history, coincide yeah. because it's basically, they don't use this terminology. It's the past saculum. It's like the past 80 to 100 year period of what the quote unquote church, really what American evangelicalism has done. It's a historical retelling. And again, it like blows my mind a little bit. Other folks I've had, you know, like my brother read it. Other people have read it like, yeah, that's really interesting. So it's varying degrees of reaction to like the fourth turning. Jesus and John Wayne, on the other hand, though, everyone's just like, oh, my goodness, my childhood is being explained to me. In a, in a way I never understood. So even simple things like, you know, oh my goodness, veggie tales, focus on the family, promise keepers, like all these things that were staples in my life are part of this bigger picture that was also very cyclical and predictable. I mean, certain things that were just jaw dropping in the book. One of the biggest things was just like, wow, American evangelicalism has always been cult of personality driven. It just has always been that way, which is why John Wayne's in the title. Cause like he was that cult like person that yeah. everyone wanted. Well, that he was... still has the American following. Like my grandparents have two John Wayne pictures, I think in their house. One's currently in my bedroom or what we're using as a bedroom anyway. And I think they've had one picture of Jesus most of my life. So. I, G Jesus and John Wayne. It's not like this cavalier title. There is some serious, research that goes into why those two are the two that sort of shape this historical discussion i'll put that in the link too and if I you're mean, john wayne definitely represents americana and like the tough guy who like the, the the fighting spirit the you know like that that's a perfect person i think to to use to represent culture in a lot of ways especially culture that watched him when, when he was young and, and grow up you know like we missed a lot of that he was deceased by the time we were around I think you, yeah, but, I think you what you but might I be still surprised. grew up on his movies and stuff though. You might be surprised to, 
to learn how many times sort of evangelicals would use him at some conference though. Like he was definitely sort of the hype man for, for evangelical events and political endeavors and that sort of a thing. Even you mean though, he was there in person or yeah, like he, wow, he I would, didn't know that. yeah, all sorts of interesting things like that. I mean, I bring, I bring these two things up because I've been doing a lot of introspection. I'm moving, I'm starting a new uh, job. We'll talk more about it, but so many of the conversations I've had both with you, Byron and other folks, we have a, we have a smattering, is that the right word? A smattering of guests up and coming. I just, in the podcast that will probably never be aired, Byron joked a lot about Josiah just needs internet. Josiah doesn't have internet. I have to be the host because Josiah doesn't have internet. I literally had haven't had internet for a while, so I've just spent a lot of time reading. It's been really nice. And but in in some of these conversations I've had with folks and in some of the things I've been reading, there's been a similar thread of what the heaven is going on. And uh, in in my own quest to sort of answer questions I've had for myself, like why are human beings like this? Is this new? Is this is this something that's happened in the past? There's an, a disturbing amount that seems to be predictable in how we've behaved. I mean, just today, there's been a cultural happening that will shape so much that comes after it. I mean, the Chauvin case, right? Uh, Derek Chauvin was was convicted on all three charges. He's convicted as guilty, and that's a, that's a cultural moment that's significant, right? Yeah. And and there's so much that feeds into cultural shifts, societal changes, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, right now in this introspective time, I don't know. I, I would say if you all want to, if you all want a fun book that I, I don't know that it answers every question, but it starts to help make sense of, oh, wow, as human beings, we're pretty cyclical. I just had a conversation today with somebody who's like, wow, that was an eighties fashion style. And I guess that's coming back <laughs> now, right? Like clothing, everything is just ridiculously cyclical. So Hey, support the podcast, buy the books through our affiliate links. If you don't know how that works, I, I guess we get a percentage and it supports the podcast. I don't know if we've ever done this before, but I really want to plug the fact that people can give us feedback, like voice messages. I don't know if people know this, but since we're kind of in we've this- we mentioned it once or twice, but- Since we're in this mid-season thing, I want to make sure that people are aware. I mean, we have a bunch of guests slated, but I, I have some questions that I would like to- to get responses to number one being like, who should we even interview? Right. Like right now we've kind of stuck with mostly young pastors dealing with basically that being a young pastor, but then we've also interviewed some, some nuns and duns and there's more coming, but I don't know if there's something more like some demographic that we should be focused on as well. I'd love to hear what people think about who should, who we should be talking to. um, But also, what they want to know i would love to get feedback there's a couple ways to do it i've never tried it i've never tested it on the on the listener side but if you go to our anchor page you can actually send us an actual voice message which would be intriguing because we could actually have the voice of a person and ask their question we could hear their voices but there's also social media there's also our website there's also i mean if you didn't notice we're a part of a network we we have this thing that we're starting with other podcasts we're effectively we're joining forces with these other young podcast hosts and we're just telling stories from the millennial sort of pastor perspective or adjacent to it and we would love to know more of what intrigues you i mean we have we have a pretty consistent listener base 
but we want to know what what has actually been the more intriguing part. You can even tell us like, my wife, I don't know, she maybe she doesn't want to, I might have to ask permission. I, I'm going to say it anyways. I'll say sorry, I guess. She basically said, yo, if you talk about avocados anymore, Josiah, I'm going to slap you. I'm over the avocado stereotypes. I'm over the this, that, the other. I'm like, yes, dear, I love you. Like, we're not above critique. Yes, we, but we were pandering, though, because we wanted avocados from Mexico to sponsor the podcast. There was a, there was a dual thing. It's a, it's a stereotype, but also we were pandering to get yeah. money. You know, yeah. selling out is what it's also called. Basically. But truly... <laughs> We just want to know if we should ask better, different questions and not necessarily better. That might not be the right word. We just want to know, you know, is is there something that, that we've totally been oblivious to? Is there, is there folks like, dude, we don't need to just focus on even young pastors. We did something last season where we had older pastors who spoke into it. Obviously the name of the podcast makes it a little limited. I don't know that we're going to start interviewing, um, you know, construction work or things like that but if there's a vein if there's an avenue if there's a a a niche that we have missed or questions that that you wish we would have asked please tell us please tell us we'd love to know Um, well and that's the thing with the the network that's awesome is there are things that what we do does not interact with everything the church does but we have other podcasts that talk about those things so there are other things that like so uh, off the top of my head um the pastor's wife podcast like they it's not just about pastor's spouses even anymore but she's interviewing people who do who are involved in church in different ways than what we've experienced lay leadership we've like i've never been the spouse of a pastor so hearing her podcast has been really interesting to me but also now she's branching out into lay leadership in particular so it's people who do music people and they're not pastors necessarily they do ministry but it's not the same as like our experience we, we were trained in school and we said theology like we had this path and you're ordained like that you do these things to get ordained like become an elder um or at least be on the path to that like i was there's different perspectives in what the church does and is and the network is awesome because it's allowing us to share more stories from different perspectives now that being said i think i would like to have some of our people who host other podcasts um, who haven't been on the show and aren't even pastors on here just to kind of talk about some of those things too, because they're obviously thinking these stories are important. So we should try to share those. But so we have more opportunity now with our network to do things that are awesome and fun and different than what we've been doing. Sure. And while we can't fill every need or niche, we have, a, I think, six podcasts now in the network, I believe right? I think we have six. So, and it's growing. There's potentially more that are joining with us. I'm super excited about that. I'm pumped about that. We have some plans that are still unfolding with that. I have internet now, so we can more regularly do things like plan and and execute those plans. We have some, some ideas that we have cooking, but right now, as it stands, the future guests that we have scheduled, uh, I can't say names yet. I'm still confirming some things. We have some some pastors that are traditional, but they're in a traditional church setting, but they're, they're young millennial pastors who are going to continue to share some stories about what it's been like to deal with right now, right? With just the pandemic, with, with opinions, with social injustice, with, with uh, just all the things. We have some more nuns and duns 
that I'm pretty stoked about as well. And then we have some pastors that have completely left uh, left the playbook. They've they've they're off in left field. They're doing stuff that's that's uh, next level. I don't know what else to call it, but nothing traditional. I I was asked to explain what this one pastor is doing, and I honestly I didn't know where to start. I'm like, well, they do this, and then that. like, yeah, but what what do they do as like a pastor? I'm like, well, that, I mean, that's what I'm telling you. They do this, they do that. So we might actually have to have some of these innovators on for more than one episode because what they do is it's complex and it's cool and I'm, I'm here for it, but that's what do we have slated. Have a taco truck church by chance. No, dude. Hey, that's something that I'm cooking that I'm working on cooking uh, still. So that, that will be revisited. I promise. <laughs> I just got to get used to all the new things and that don't spoil things, Byron. That's there's some plans for that, but it's called a callback. I was calling back to a previous episode. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm right. trying to hype the podcast. That's my job as a talent. Go back to that one. What was that one that we talked about? That Andy. Oh, the one with Andy. My little brother's podcast. Why Andrew left the church? Yeah, you should go listen to that one. But this isn't. This is our update. This is our request. Uh, recap. Hey, we moved. Um, read some books. They're great books. If you're going to buy them anyways, use our affiliate link. It helps support the podcast. And then also uh, give us some feedback. Rate, review, share, subscribe. Do all those things especially. Check out the check out the rest of the network. TheMillennialPastor.com has all of our podcasts. And we are still working on figuring out how to get Apple and Spotify and Google to allow us to be on the platforms themselves as a network. But so far... I've just hit dead ends because my name's not Joe Rogan. Um, so I don't know what else to do with that. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if there's any doors that can be opened without knowing someone at Apple. That's a big wig. So if anyone knows how to do that, please let us know. Hit us up. That'd be great. And all of our socials, you can hit us up at and feedback and talk to us. And that's one thing about our, our network that is nice is our people do interact on our sites, um, Facebook in particular, but like we do talk, we have a, we're working on a discord We're we're expanding and trying new things and they might not all go smoothly, but we're going to try. And I think it's going to be fun and interesting at the very least. Our, our network's motto has continued to be kind of this cool African proverb that, you know, there's plenty of biblical parallel to, but together we go further. We're not really in it to, to win it in the conventional sense. I joke about Joe Rogan, but I, I, we're not going to compete with Joe Rogan. That's fine. But at the same time, there's something countercultural that needs to be put out there that needs to be discussed, that needs to be named. And that's kind of on all the hearts of all of us hosts, all of us podcasters that at the very least, our stories are important, not because there are stories, but because this is, this is real life. This is happening. This is truth that's being lived. And it's probably important to, to tell these stories for hopefully, I mean, most of our goals are pretty uniform and hopefully the betterment of the church. Sure, we have opinions. We get upset about stuff. We we have some issues with cynicism. We can be called critical. But at the end of the day, um, generally speaking, we're still wanting the church to be successful. It just might look different than what it looked like in the past for some folks and what success is defined as. But 
yeah, that's it. That's our update. That's that's the thing that's going on. We might get back to normal soon. We're trying to do two podcasts a month, and we're rotating with the other podcasts in the network to make sure we're not doing too many podcasts all at once. So check it out. Give us feedback. Let us know what you think. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. Right, Byron, anything else to add? Um, I guess just thanks for being patient and understand that this year has been kind of crazy and it's continuing to be you know, 2020 was crazy and 2021 is kind of shaping up to be similar in some capacity. So it is, Oh, it's fun times. We'll be settled at some point though. You know, it'll happen. Yeah. And I mean, we'll hopefully get back on track. And once I move again and get a job and find out my schedule, then we can really hopefully do some stuff and be consistent again. But we'll see until then who knows? Yeah. Hopefully me and Byron will both be on the next podcast. We'll see. So much of it depends on our our uh, our guests' availability. Me and Byron aren't like feuding or beefing. I don't know if anyone's ever thought that, but if we've had a random amount of, well, Byron's not on today, or well, Josiah's not going to be on today. So that there's no Well, we're we're always feuding, but it's more of a fun feud than anything. <laughs> we're just messing with each other. But yeah. that's just what friends do. That's that's our weird twisted friendship. But anyways, I think that's all I have. That's all is that all you have? We're gonna wrap this up. I think so. Yeah. Thanks again. Be patient and hopefully soon we'll you'll be hearing our voices again for those who randomly listen to us and it's still weird is weird to me, but thank you for your support. We appreciate it. This is as short as we can make it. We were best and we're well intentioned to make this less than half an hour, but we don't know how to stop talking. So let's be done. Hey, this has been the Millennial Pastor Podcast. Uh we talk about stuff listen to the next one please because it should be real good real good i say that about all of them right now because i actually think it so i'm your host josiah i'm your co-host byron thanks for listening tune in next time